You're listening to episode 166 of the Voice in Canada podcast. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community, Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border. And let's talk voice. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 166. It's Terry Fisher here, the host of Voice in Canada and The Voice Stand, and it is a pleasure to have you along for this podcast episode. Today, uh, as we've been doing over the last number of weeks and months, I have been featuring some of the voice influencers that have been on The Voice Influencer Show with me. And you'll also know, if you've been following along, that I have had a co-host uh, with me on a lot of those shows. And that, of course, is Ian Utili, the uh, founder and CEO of Attention Live. Well, in this particular interview or edition of The Voice Fluencer Show, we turn the tables a little bit on Ian and I interview Ian Utili. Uh, I've often referred to him as Ian Utility. So you'll hear a little bit of, you'll hear us joking a little bit about that at the beginning. And that's what that's in reference to. In any case, uh, Ian talks a little bit more about um, his view of optimism on the world and how that how he brings that to his company. He talks about the diversity of thought and how that is so important for a tech company. And he talks a little bit about the future of the company Attention Live. Now, uh, this was recorded a number of months ago, so some of the references to finding an executive, um, he has since uh, filled uh, a couple of those roles, but nevertheless, uh, this is such a wonderful interview and you get a little bit of a, a insight into the way Ian thinks about tech companies and he's such an incredible guy, such a bright guy and a great friend. So uh, I think you're going to get a lot out of this. He is uh, he has some wonderful uh, ideas and he brings his thought leadership on tech and entrepreneurship to this podcast episode. So without any further ado, let's get right to the show. Here is Ian Utility <laughs> or Ian Utility. Either is fine with Ian. Here we go. Hello, hello, Ian Utility. How's it going? We made it, and I'm feeling very useful right now. <laughs> I always feel useful when I'm live podcasting. There we go. If the, if you if you already didn't have the nickname, the Optimist, you would be the Utility, and I think that's I that's it. Very useful. Very useful. Ian, as a lot of the viewers will know, you have been co-hosting with me the Voice Winter Show for the last. Uh, really last month. And we've had a wonderful time. We've had a lot of great, great conversations with people. And today we get you on the hot, hot on the hot seat, so to speak. And it's wonderful. So Ian, let's, I want a really short intro because I've got some interesting questions for you, but just for those that don't know you really short, like you get one or two sentences. I am a father of two boys. We live in a treehouse. I love building tech companies and I'm overwhelmingly grateful for my life. I love it. That is great. And that speaks to the shirt that you're wearing. And I know you always choose your shirts based on conversations that you're going to be having on earth as in heaven. And that fits the optimist. So I want to know, you could have chosen anything. You're a very talented guy. Why did you choose the optimist as your nickname? Why did I choose the optimist? Well, I'm very optimistic. And if something I could aspire to be, it is an optimistic person that brings optimism to and through everything that I do. And I would have never known when I picked the optimist seven months ago, that that was going to be more than just a one-time nickname for one hour. 
And I am so, so thankful <laughs> that I chose the optimist instead of something else. But I am optimistic. It is not by nature only. It is by choice. It is a muscle that I have developed, that muscle of gratitude and contentment and hope and possibility and belief. And so part of it is characteristic. I mean, I certainly think I have some natural inclination toward a positive attitude, but a lot of that is because I have worked very hard to cultivate it. I love that. And I want to take that a step further. So you are a family guy. You've got some sons. You're also the CEO of uh, an incredible company. How do you view optimism, similarities, differences in your professional life versus your personal life? I don't know if I view it different because I don't really have much of a different, I don't have my life segmented. So I don't have like a, a career as a doctor and then a passion as a, a technologist or it, it's not, it's all merged, right? My boys are part of my life and always have been part. My whole family's always been part of my work, vocational life and vice versa. Everything's very merged. I think I've had like a hundred people live with me in my life in the last 20 years in my home. And most of those people, it's not like they're just friends that need a place to stay. It's usually because they're building a company or some sort of, we're on a mission together. And so my whole life is all very integrated. And so I have a very integrated life. So to say I view optimism or whatnot separately would probably not be accurate. I just do my very best to just hold down the cynicism, stay down there. And just, you know, percolate. Love it. Love it. I did in my other people. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that about you. So I'm finding out new things every day about you that you've had somewhere over a hundred people live with you. I want to know more about that. And what have you learned from living with over a hundred people that you bring to your life? Well, it started with a commune in Southern California. When I was in my 20s, we had about 30 people live with us over the course of a couple of years. And because we got used to commune living from time to time, we would have people just come and stay with us for a period of time. Uh, and it is not recommended uh, that others do that. <laughs> it was not necessarily a fantastic decision, but there are some big consequences, but there's some wonderful experiences. Now, what did I learn living with people? Um, families probably shouldn't live together and share a kitchen. And families probably shouldn't live together anyways. Uh, when people are living in community, it's good to give them as much independence and freedom as possible. And it's really important that there is a uh, never cultivate. If you're living in community, don't cultivate a sense that everyone needs to be on the same page about everything, right? Like if you're going to live in community, live with, you know, a third moderate people that don't care about politics, a third Democrats, a third Republicans, right? Like don't surround yourself with one tribe that glorifies your tribe and demonizes other tribes. Like if you're going to live in community in any form or fashion for any period of time, try to do so in an environment where there is diversity of thought and lifestyle. It is very healthy for all parties involved. That's great. Uh, that's so important. Uh, diversity of opinions. And I think that's how we can really learn from each other. Now, Let's bring that to what you're doing these days, Attention Live. And I know that um, this is a very important time for Attention Live. And um, 
having different opinions. I know you're looking for, to bring on an executive and advisors and all this sort of stuff. So can you talk a little bit about what you're doing and why those differing opinions are so important to running a company like Attention Live? Great question. So please, everybody, visit attn.live. We have just released our global white paper. I spent almost two years co-authoring this global white paper. It's our huge declaration to the world of why voice interfaces are going to be out-touch interfaces and why decentralized applications have a massive advantage over centralized applications. Uh, please check that out. Please share that. Um, we spent a lot of energy developing that. We also have launched our three products and we have launched the pricing and the timeline of when we're going to be releasing these. And we are looking for our initial client and clients right now. And so if you go to Attention Live, you can find out more about just generally what we've been putting out, and what we're doing in terms of diversity. You know, I have been building tech companies for a long time, and I've been very fortunate to have most of the people on my team be with me for more than a decade. My core team is uh, one's been with you for 15 years, another 15, another eight, another 10. And there's some others, obviously. And there is a lack of diversity when you have the same exact team that comes and builds similar type of software products and brings them to market. And we, we kind of know the rhythm, how to work together. So I have to be very, very thoughtful in order to invite people in that are not already kind of part of this team dynamic. And in many ways, I'm trying to look at new talent outside of my network and say, okay, it's like going, it's like a sports team going to draft and, and drafting new players and saying, okay, we have this existing team and maybe we think we're world champions of what we do, whether we are or not, we can think that about ourselves and, but we need some new talent. We need some new, some new players on the team. And so we've been very thoughtful. I posted some jobs on LinkedIn for our company. We had 1,100 applications. And so we have made a very important decision on uh, an executive on our team. And now we are making more decisions. And so much more to come. There's a careers page at attention.live. And I would encourage folks to check those job postings out and share those with others. Fantastic, Ian. Um, we're going to wrap up here. Is there anywhere else that you'd like people to go to follow you or check you out other than attention.live? Yeah, I mean, I'm at I-A-N-U-T-I-L-E on all social media. Attention Live is A-T-T-N-L-I-V-E on all social media. We and I are very active and I would love to connect with you. Um, if you reach out to me through a direct message, you must be very clear about why I should get back in touch with you because my inboxes are big black holes. I don't see most things. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. There you go. There is the call to action, everybody. So there you go, Ian Utility, or Ian Utility. Uh, so great to have him on the podcast. For those of you that have been following along with some of my work, you know that Ian has been such a, uh, a wonderful partner in terms of helping to produce the NFTs for The Voice Den. We've been doing some NFTs on Clubhouse. Uh, I have been uh, beta testing his platform attention live, and we've got lots of other projects and interesting things in the works. And I'm just super, super excited, super grateful to have Ian as part of all of these uh, wonderful projects. So please do make sure you check out attn.live. And uh, remember that we have multiple uh, ways for all of us to get together to chat on Clubhouse. We do happy hours of voice uh, Wednesdays and Fridays, 4.30 Pacific on Clubhouse. We also do uh, host the voice tech talks events on Mondays at 4.30 Pacific. And of course, we have the next episode of The Voice Den coming up in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I'll talk to you tomorrow on The Flash Briefing. Take care.